This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Coast to coast and around the world, a very happy Thanksgiving to you. Welcome to BetQL Daily. I'm Jim Rodriguez with the machine, Sean Levine, in your Turkey Day space. Happy you're along. Hopefully things are getting started. It's going to be a tough show because already I can already smell the turkey being cooked. This is going to be a good time. Listen, I want to say thank you for hanging out with us on this day. Three NFL games, World Cup, college football, plenty to get to over the next three hours here. And you can, of course, hang out with us at twitch.tv slash betql. You can stream us on the Odyssey app, Odyssey Sports YouTube channel, and, of course, the best way, which is, uh, while it's still there, allegedly, it's uh, on Twitter at betql daily. You can find me at J-Rod Show. Machine, where can we find you? You can find me at Sean Levine KC. J-Rod, happy Thanksgiving to you. It is a pleasure to be on with you this morning. And uh, speaking of the best ways, I don't know how many different ways you've cooked your Thanksgiving turkey over the years. Have you ever fried one? You ever fried a turkey? You know, I've seen enough of those videos to learn that I'm, I would be the person in the back filming. I would be, I don't think I, you got to, man, you got to stay in your lane. You got to know your limitations. My Thanksgiving consumption or, or contribution comes to sitting on the couch, looking at the kids, going to stay out of the kitchen. Mom's in charge. Just stay out of there. She'll let us know. You know, of course, we also sit on the we also sit on the bed every morning going, Mommy's gonna dress us today. We're gonna be so happy today. It's gonna be good. So <laughs> I stay I stay out of you know, I stay out of her way and and, and and things are good. But we are gonna talk about we're gonna get the best Thanksgiving, uh, you know, we're gonna rank the foods, the stuff just the, the the sides, and I'm gonna put a little Cuban Latino spin on El Dia de, Gra- de Acción de Gracias. So we're going to get into that as well. But let's open it up. Um, by the way, we got a truckload of guests today. We got Sal Capaccio, who uh, is a sideline reporter for the Bills. Uh, we got Zach Wolchuk from 105.3 The Fan in Dallas. We got Mike Manansky to talk from WEI in Boston. We're going to get all your NFL games covered. But let's get into some news that are going to affect your NFL Sunday as week 12 Week 12 machine. How does it week 12 already uh, kicks off today? And it starts with Aaron Rodgers of the Packers. Now, all of a sudden, he wants us to believe he hasn't really sucked. He's got a broken thumb. That explains everything, right? Well, I guess it, no, doesn't really explain anything. This is just very Aaron Rodgers-ish of Aaron Rodgers to tell us, where are we now? 11 games into the season. His team has won four of those. The offense looks absolutely terrible. How many different excuses? I wonder if you were just like, I'm not a big list guy because I don't want to cross stuff off, but if I was, if we started a list 
from the beginning, let's just say the offseason, of Aaron Rodgers' complaints slash excuses, we'd be up to like 50 or 60 at this point, and I don't know what to believe right now. You know, maybe his thumb is messed up. Maybe it's broken. Maybe his entire right arm is screwed up based on his touchdown-to-interception ratio. But, yeah, I'm just over Aaron Rodgers complaining because I've said this before. Him and Kevin Durant, when it comes to professional athletes in 2022, tell me if I'm wrong, J-Rod, have the worst body language when things are going wrong. They're both great players, first ballot Hall of Famers. But, man, as soon as things get bad, they put their head down, their shoulders start to slump, and their team kind of follows, right? Well, it's it's the classic, I confess, he did it. It's 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 the it's the classic example. Now the thing about Rogers, you know, I get it. You try to keep things close to a vest because you don't want the other team to know. But allegedly, he says he broke this thumb week five when sure. they they were playing the Giants out in London, and it's a very curious situation because obviously this is almost the season for the Packers this week. They play Sunday night football uh, in Philly, so it's the four seven Packers against the nine and one Eagles. Packers are six and a half point dogs. If they lose that game, is it is it done? You know why? What you know they'll be four and eight. They're not going to make the playoffs. You put them on the IR. Is it Jordan Love time? But that's not how Aaron Rodgers is going to go out, is it? I don't know, man. Like you're talking about the Packers, like they still have a chance to end up making the playoffs. And I don't know if you've been watching the same team that I have. This team, this team has a better chance to end up, I would say, with one of the top seven to ten picks in next year's NFL draft opposed to sneaking in the back door of the playoffs. Even with the expanded playoffs a couple of years ago, they just don't look right. And yeah, Aaron Rodgers is part of the problem, but also so is the lack of weapons. I'm looking at the NFC North standings right now. Man, this team is looking up at the Lions. I said they're looking up at the Lions. Now, it's not a huge difference. The Lions are 4-6, and and then you've got the 4-7 and Green Bay Packers. But the more the bigger problem, I should say, is the Minnesota Vikings are eight and two and say what you will talk about them getting their butts whipped. They did last week to Dallas and maybe they're not as for real as their record tells us they are, but they're a whole lot better than the Packers. So I don't, I don't think this team has a whole lot of a chance. It might be, what is it? Buddy love or Jordan love. It might be time. It might be time. Are you going to be the guy J rod? Are you going to be the guy to go up to Aaron Rodgers and tell him that? I, I will say this. If there's, if there's any chance when you look at the Packers remaining schedule, I mean, you know, this week is tough. You know, so let's let's say they lose. They're going to be four and eight. Well, you've got at Chicago, you've got the bye, home to the Rams, at Miami on Christmas Day, and then you get the Vikings, and then you get the Lions. I mean, there's a chance. I'm not saying they're going to win the division. There's a chance. When you say there's a chance, I'm surprised the line's not bigger for this game coming up, as you mentioned, Aaron Rodgers' health or otherwise. Like, Green Bay has been one of the, I would say, when it came to expectations, one of the most disappointing teams certainly in the NFC this year. I mean, that team's coming off back-to-back years of being the one seed and winning 13 games and having the back-to-back MVP. That team's legit, right? Vegas told us they were supposed to win 10 and a half games heading into the season. Mm-hmm. That team ended up being Philadelphia, right? And Philadelphia – is back at home. Philadelphia hasn't looked right for a couple of weeks, so it feels like it's kind of time for them. I'm looking at this line, J-Rod. Eagles only laying six and a half? Something smells a little fishy here on this Thanksgiving. I don't know what it is. And for what it's worth, Aaron Rodgers as a six and a half point dog or higher, he's 4-0 against the spread. 
and they get the extra rest because they played Thursday. Again, we're worried about covering. We're not worried about winning or losing. At least I'm not. I'm worried about can they cover the number. And Philly kind of exposed a little bit the last couple of weeks. You know, they, they lost to the Commanders, had to come back to beat the Colts. Vulnerable, I think they'll win, but six and a half, you're right. I mean, why isn't it bigger? against? And now that we find out a busted thumb for, for Aaron Rodgers, why isn't it bigger? So let's move on in the division. Justin Fields, by the way, this Bears-Jets game is, is – is, <laughs> I don't know who's doing the game in terms of the announcers, but you've got to – this may be the, the Z game at this point. Bears at Jets, Justin Fields, he's got a separated left shoulder with partially torn ligaments. It bothers him when he throws. Um, he was quoted as saying if the game were today or if the game were tomorrow, he wasn't – he isn't going to play if it was today or tomorrow. So we could get Trevor Simeon against, oh, by the way, Mike White because Zach Wilson is out of the mix. And the Bears are getting six at the Jets. Uh, Bears have lost four in a row. When do you shut down Justin Fields? I mean, they're three and eight. Man, you really sold that one, J-Rod. You got to see this game. It's going to be Mike White versus maybe Trevor Simeon. What that if I the battle gave of... you tickets to the game? If I gave you tickets to the game? Oh, you, can, be... you can let me play in the game. No, I'm good. I'm, I'm, I'm good. I'll, I'll watch something else, you know. I'll check something else out and make some bets and maybe check out Red Zone or something. Although I will say this. For being a 3-8 and eight football team, which happens to be the worst record in the entire NFC, the, the Bears – they're, they're kind of fun to watch, and it's kind of because of Justin Fields. I've hit a lot of prop money on him this year. You want to yeah. talk about something, that a skill set that I knew he had, but I didn't know that he excelled at the way that he does, running the football and throwing the ball on the run. It feels like Justin Fields' big problem is when he actually has protection, when he's standing there and when he has time to think about it. But, man, when that guy is on the run, not only has he been good for the football team, but he's also been good for my pocketbook. He is leading the league when it comes to quarterback rushing yards. He's essentially on pace to do what Mike Vick used to do, that type of guy where, yeah, he's going to throw for 20 to 30 touchdowns on any given season, maybe give you a couple of those head-scratching turnovers, but he's also going to get you like 1,000 yards on the ground. We always talk about Lamar Jackson and how much he's going to end up getting paid and all that. It feels like we've already seen the next coming of that with Justin Fields. The next step is staying healthy, and the next step is winning football games. But to be fair, J-Rod, again, heading into this season, we knew the Bears were going to suck. This is not a Packers-type situation. So to quote somebody that once said this, the Bears are what we thought they were. They really are. The Bears are the team that I thought they were going to be heading in the season, and Justin Fields is better. Listen, I, I, I'm, I, you hate to have anybody hurt, and, and I'm not – and I'm not and I feel bad that he's hurt, but I also feel bad because it feels like for me, a guy who had been playing the Bears team total the last three or four weeks, they had been they had turned into an offensive juggernaut. I mean, Overs, I was baby. Overs. the Bears scoring points. Yeah. And now all of a sudden it's 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 Trevor Simeon and Mike White. The total for this game machine is 39. And that still may be too high. When you see one of those 39s run fast, I'm not telling you to take the unders. But I'm telling you, don't bet the overs. When you see those, you got to really dive deep into it. Get out your microscope. Check out the weather. Check out the wind. Check out the Trevor Simeon versus Mike White that might be in there. It is a little nerve-wracking, though, because when you play the unders on a number that low that's hanging around like the high 30s, anything can screw you, right? You get a 
Uh, you get a bad turnover in the red zone where a team only you know has a short field. You get a punt return going against you. you you'll get mad if you get a, a ball that ends up hitting the goal, the, the, the upright, and goes in because you can't afford that type of thing when you've only got those 39 points. So I'm not telling you to bet the overs, but, man, you might want to run far from that number. 39 scary. Yeah, well, we don't know for sure that Justin Fields isn't going to play, but we know for sure that Zach Wilson isn't going to start. That is official. Mike White is in there, and Zach Wilson finally apologized or whatever because he was quoted as saying, hey, did you let the defense down after that horrific performance against the Patriots? And he said, no, I didn't let the defense down, so everybody's mad at him now. Is this too much for, for Zach Wilson? Yeah, he, he sucked. And he said, no, he didn't let the defense down. He said, I was emotional. His dad chewed him out over text. Are we, are we too hard on the number two pick? Or, or, hey, welcome to New York, kid. Well, man, that's not the city that you want to have people upset at you if you're their starting quarterback because it's really hard right. to get him to turn around. And he's kind of earned this spot, right? Like, I know that he's been hurt a little bit, and I know that he had that mother-lover story in the offseason, so people, it was easy to kind of laugh Ooh, at him. The problem isn't any of that stuff, to be honest with you. The problem is when he is on the field because he's been terrible, and it doesn't look like it's getting any better. So I don't mind that he didn't take the accountability. He's a young kid. Again, none of that stuff bothers me. That's because I'm in Kansas City, and I'm a Chiefs fan, and I've got Patrick Mahomes as my quarterback, so I'm not tripping about stuff like that. I can't imagine spending a number two overall pick just two years ago on that bum. It sucks, and they found themselves in a situation where all of a sudden – we're halfway through the season. They're finally competitive again for the first time since the Calvin Coolidge administration. I mean, the Jets, they're 6-4. and they got a real chance to end up making the playoffs. And they've decided that a combination of Mike White and Joe Flacco backing him up and putting the second overall pick from two years ago in street clothes is their best plan. So it's weird for them, J-Rod, because they have to think short-term versus long-term, right? They don't suck. They've actually got a chance to win, so they have to do what – Gives yeah, them six the and best four, by the way. They're six and four. They're they're in the hunt. Which I mean, is, in, the NFC, in the AFC East, you know. Yeah, they're not. They're not Here. a terrible football team for once. Right. And by the way, just to put a button on this game, the, the guy who who you know, this is the most. The Iron Sheik always said that he will humble you. And and Joe Davis, the play-by-play guy for this game. Thanks for the nugget, Paul. Uh, who's doing? The, who's calling this Jets? Uh, Bears game on Sunday. My man calls, he's the play-by-play guy of the Dodgers. He replaced Vin Scully, 111-win Dodger team, called the World Series, and now he's got Bears-Jets. Humble (laughs) is good, my friend. Humble is good, Joe Davis. All right, so listen, the NFC North on display on this turkey day as we're talking about the Bears uh, Bears and the Packers and the Lions. The Lions, as usual, at home. What game are you more excited about today in terms of the NFC North's participation? The Bills-Lions or the Vikings and the Patriots today? Ooh, that Vikings-Patriots game, I guess, because of the line. You could convince me if you make some good points in the next two hours and change here on the BetQL Network to go either way because that's the one bet that I haven't actually laid down money on. And here's why. I can't figure out really what either one of those teams are. Like, I don't think either one of them – neither one of them are great. My question is, is Minnesota really good? Or are they just it? They just okay? And is New England the same team they were a year ago? Because at some point, I mean, you look up and down, you look at their quarterback situation, you look at them on paper, that's not a great football team necessarily. So that's the one I got my eye on, New England-Minnesota. Well, to me, I, I feel like – I feel like I'm going to be what the Vikings are 
you know, it's the last game after Thanksgiving dinner, sluggish, sitting down, rubbing my belly, you know, hanging out, trying not to eat that other last piece of pumpkin. And that's what the Vikings are. They're just they're just this sluggish mess going through everything. And, and, and after that horrific performance against the Cowboys, I have no idea. And we'll get into our picks and we'll get into, you know, we'll, we'll talk to the people that will be involved in the game in terms of covering it. We'll get into that as well. Let's take a break. When we come back, talk a little Bills-Lions with Sal, Cal, Cal, Sal Capaccio. I'm hungry. Easy for you to we'll say. We'll get into that next. Beck QL Daily coming up. 